Hi everybody, welcome back to Travel by Pet Sitting. This is John, and uh, Bev and I have been traveling for nearly six years, all over the world, taking care of the pets of others when they chose, choose to go on holiday. And uh, we've watched ev everything and cared for everything but reptiles. Horses, dogs, cats, alpaca, ducks, chickens, goats. Have I missed anything? You Even cats. Cats. <laughs> You know, when we started on the road, I really didn't like cats. And frankly, they did not like me at all. And then we went to Hamble, which we talked about in another pet sit. And Jack and I made an amazing connection. And ever since then, I have just loved being around cats. When we were in Big Canoe, Georgia recently, um, Snickers and I were just best buds. Snickers was a little alpha cat. <laughs> he was a he beat up the dogs. Even Mia, you you got Mia was a, a a cat in Brisbane who was not well, who was quite old, and it took her about three weeks out of the four weeks sit for her to get used to me. And she was sitting in my lap. She did. She came over, um, yeah, and just asked for some cuddles. So one thing about Mia, she was on medication. And one little tip is that if you have a cat who's on medication and you have to give it to it orally, then just take a towel and wrap up the cat because that way you won't get scratched, which we learned in that pet sit. <laughs> so that's what we do. What are we gonna do today, Beth? Well, today we're gonna finish up England. We've done two other episodes on uh, some of the pet sitting stories that we have had in England, which was a phenomenal experience. We started pet sitting in England simply because it was the same language. We and started was... the international pet city. Correct. Yeah. Oh, good, good, good. We had done some in the United States. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, we felt it would be an easier transition for us. And so um, we're going to finish that up. I'm trying to remember, we came to England from where? We came to England from Morocco. We, did, uh, we started our international travel in uh, Rome for a month, then uh, Naples for a month, then Palermo for just shy of a month. Frankly, we got cold and went to Morocco. Uh, we did a few days in Marrakesh and then down to Agadir, which is known for its beaches. And a lot of people, particularly from France, go there um, in the winter for a beach holiday. Uh, and then we went to England um, and where we had a whole lot of pet sits lined up. Bev had lined up a whole lot of pet sits. And uh, that's how we got there. I think we had about three months worth of pet sits. And I think, was Rotterdam in between? Yeah, we did uh, about three months-ish, uh, about six or eight pet sits. And we had met some people in Naples, um, uh, the niece of a, f a dear friend of ours that we've developed um, from Naples, our, our Airbnb host said, why don't you come visit us? Now, that's a mistake people make. They ask us to come visit, and we actually come. So we went, and we rented an Airbnb for a month, and we loved Rotterdam. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was fabulous. Just loved it. And then fabulous. we were so close to France that we sort of hopped over to Paris for a couple of weeks, and then back to England to do another series of pet sits, and that's where yeah, we come in here. we wrapped it up. We actually did a total of nine pet sits in England, and so this will be the last three pet sits we did, uh, starting with um, Brimhall. Do you remember? Yeah, Brimhall. Brimhall. We, we had uh, done a pet sit in um, the Yorkshire Dales that we talked about in another uh, podcast. 
which was a delightful sit. Loved and it, yeah. uh, we just dropped out, dropped down from Yorkshire Dales to Manchester. And, and Brimhall is right outside of Manchester, England. It's a wonderful, quaint little village, if you will. Um, and there were some interesting things that happened. They had a beautiful home. Um, Great comfy sunroom. bed. Remember that sunroom? Oh, fabulous just loved sunroom. It. That Beverly immediately put her stake in the ground <laughs> and said, "This is mine. <laughs> You're, I'll, I'll, I might allow you into it." And she and and the little dog. What was the little dog's name? It was Milo. Milo. Milo was tiny, and um, if you remember, we had we had Milo and Sully. Milo was a, a mix, tiny little baby, and Sully was a, a fourteen-year-old. Lab. Big lab. Big. Big, big lab. Yeah, the small and the big of it. Yeah. <laughs> and Milo would, and Bev would curl up on this couch out in the sunroom. They had a gorgeous backyard. Yeah. And you could see all this beautiful gardens and everything from there. But remember, it was like in January or, or March or something. So it was a little chilly on the chilly side, at least in the morning. And so Bev would sit out there and read and yeah. with her blankets on her and Milo cuddled. It was, that was her place. Really, the other very distinctive thing about Milo was I don't think we've ever had such a slow walker. I don't think there's a, I don't think there, aunt, she could, she couldn't beat an ant in a race. She, it was almost like she was going backwards. So when the homeowner said, okay, um, take them around the, the, their walk a few times a day is around the block. And John and I can look at each other around the block. That would take about two seconds. I mean, is that enough? Well, we didn't know that it took like a half an hour to get around the block. Yeah. And so Milo was the slow walker, and then Sully was, uh, He you was know, not a speed demon. The P-mail. I had to check every single piece of P-mail. And so it ended up being quite an interesting sit. But what was also great was the homeowners... Um, were they were talking to me and it was all by email through trusted house sitters these were all through trusted house sitters about the possibility of a, a book reading in their local bookstore well john and i are real advocates for bookstores and the reading was this book called mrs bird and it was just walking distance from their house and so she picked us up a couple of tickets and we went to this really fun book reading with all the locals and um, great books all around us. And they also were serving Pims. Pims. Remember that, Pims. And be careful when you're drinking Pims. <laughs> we didn't know. We had no idea it was so strong. And so we just, we kicked back a couple of O's going, oh, well, and I'm a lightweight. I don't drink I much I forget what it, what it is. <laughs> it's some, it's kind of like a vodka or something. And uh, I'm guessing, so don't jump on me if I'm wrong. Um, <laughs> and, wrong. And they mix it with lemonade, and it's, it goes down real simple. It's kind of like a margarita. I mean, in a way, it goes down very simple, and it'll kick the hell out of you the <laughs> next day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we learned. We sort of learned. In a way, we learned, because the next uh, set we went to, we had PIMS also, by the way. It was, uh, we went to Seanbrook. But before you go to Seanbrook, let me go back. Um, one of the things that was interesting about this book reading was how excited the owners of the of the bookstore were to have real live Yanks come to this book reading. I mean, would they really come? I mean, oh my goodness, wow, we feel honored that these real live Yanks are coming. <laughs> Momentary celebrities. 
<laughs> it was it was charming. It was it was great. It was a it was a very fast sit, so that wasn't one of our longer ones. It was kind of like a tweener sit. Um, so, but then we then we had the pleasure of going to a longer sit with horses and with um, whippets. It was down near. Um, it was in a little village called Sharnbrook, and it was. Um, just outside of the Cotswolds, so it was quite a ways south. In fact, we spent a couple of days at a phenomenal Airbnb in the Cotswolds <gasps> before going to Schoenbrook. The best Airbnb we have ever stayed oh at, Oh my ever. God, was it amazing. It was in that manor, and uh, our little apartment was right attached to the stables. Yes. So do you remember I, I had my morning tea and I went out and shared it with one of the horses? This horse named Glenn was an Irish jumper. And it turned out that Glenn loved tea. He was a huge horse and he was white or gray and he loved tea and Bev would... I was leaning against the stable, you know, getting his attention and talking to him and he, his big mouth, head came down and started sipping my tea. I mean, sipping. <laughs> and when he pulled his head out, his lips rolled back, he showed his teeth, he started to whinny and tell the whole world how happy he was. It I've was, never yeah. seen anything like it. It was a morning ritual. So we kept feeding him more tea just <laughs> for the was, entertainment value. <laughs> oh my God, that was so funny. I remember a Mr. Ed, which was show, really shows my age, but that horse... TV show, remind me of Mr. Ed. But this pet sit, I'll, I'll also tell you the, the Airbnb before we get to the pet sit. Uh, we arrived and there was some a little bit of a struggle with us arriving. Um, and we arrived and there was fresh bread. Oh, and jam and butter. A homemade jam, homemade butter, mm -hmm. flowers from their gardens, which were changed two or three times during the time we it were there. Lovely. It was amazing and I, they kept apologizing for the little struggle that we had getting and dropped in. off some champagne champagne yeah um, no it um, was really a definitely a fabulous airbnb the top we've ever been to for sure yep so and then we went to Schoenberg. to one of our favorite i we say that a lot to yet another favorite pet we're sit. still in communication with it's the homeowners andy and helen yeah um amazing people oh and they had two horses and two dogs. Yeah, and the first thatched roof house that we've been in. My you, forehead remembers you kept it. Hitting the, <laughs> we were in the top floor in the guest room, and which was a suite, which was lovely. But it but it was a, a pitched roof, and you kept hitting your head on that. It was like how many times do you have to hit whack, your head? Whack, whack. I know how many times do you have to do this before you duck. Oh jeez. <laughs> so anyhow, but that's a, that's also pretty common in England for you. You're six foot two, and you know they're not. Yeah, <laughs> so. This, I loved this pet sit. It was also, it was an Airbnb. And actually, we took care of one of their guests, if that's what, I mean, all we did is put out the breakfast for yeah, right. him. And so we agreed to do that ahead of time. And it was on a beautiful piece of property. It was overlooking that beautiful field that, uh, and there was a big manor house down at the bottom of the field. And we found out later that Hugh or Mr. Dr. House that was his. Hugh Laurie. Yeah, that was his house, that his, his manor. We didn't actually see him walking, but we didn't see him up close. No, we didn't. But we had to go by his manor because we used to take the uh, two whippets to that wonderful walk through the preserve and river. The and stream. There was that stream. And... Oh, my goodness. And the whippets would be jumping 
through the field. They like like rabbits. We could take them off leash. Yes. It was uh, amazing. And then one day we had them off leash and we we're walking and there's this water stream kind of thing. And Mole, was it maize or mole? It was, uh, it Ma- was both rude. of them. Oh, no, wait, wait, wait. Mole. It was mole. Uh, just took off like a shot. Um, and started chasing something. Well, there's a lot of jack deer in England, uh, particularly in this part of England, and they saw a jack deer, which are very short. They're monk jacks, yeah. Monk jacks. Yes. And um, they just chased that monk jack, and finally they lost him. <laughs> My um, goodness. Because the monk jack actually jumped over the path you and I were yeah. on, and then the whippets we're jumping over the path behind it. We're going, whoa, whoa, wait. Yeah, and I'm trying to get my camera to work meanwhile, and it never did. Oh, they <laughs> Operator were... error. I just love it. Since then, the Whippets have had babies, hasn't? Um, uh, Maze, Maze had, has... just had four pups. Yeah, the owners, this was years ago, and the owners, we're still in contact with the owners. They keep us up to date with all the family growing. Oh, those baby Whippets were oh, my so God, freaking they, adorable. They are so cute. We get pictures... I mean, she only had them like three weeks ago, uh, something like that, and, and oh, they were adorable. And the horses, Bev, tell them about and Rue. the little game we'd play. Well, um, the the older one, Hayes, I think it was, had um, was really getting eaten alive by flies, and um, consequently there were some sore spots, and. What the owners had asked us to do is take this really sticky salve, which I've worked with since on other horses, and cover the really sore areas to keep the flies away from it because you don't want them getting in there and hatching and all that kind of stuff. And it was really, really annoying to for the horse. And so I swear that horse knew what we were going to do because as soon as we got into their little gated area, that horse would start... Take off. Now, this was a morning and an evening exercise. (laughs) And the game was called Catch Me If You Can. So in order to put the salve on his forehead and eyes. And there was some on the neck. neck. There were some real rough areas. You'd think the horse would want, but it was a game. This was just a fun game. We had to put his halter on or her halter on before we could put the salve on. And the game was putting the halter on. Yes. And it was, you could tell she was having a blast. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. And it was every single morning. Twice. We started laughing. uh, And then we came and said, okay, this is when an ethical bribe, (laughs) (laughs) perfect position for an ethical bribe. So we started doing the apple deal. Yeah, she fell for it. Yep, yep, yep. The apple won out. And so we were. We managed to to get her protected. We had so much fun in this little village. We were out. Another little story. We were out um, walking the dogs, like the day or two after we got there. And we came down this little hill, and there was a man uh, trimming uh, branches from his tree. And he was up in a ladder, and he had this long-handled, whatever it was, scissors or whatever. Um, and he's trimming his tree. And he said, hello, and we said, hello, and we started a chat, and his name was Matthew, and um, his wife's name was Sarah. And- well, he called, he was, we were chatting, and uh, his daughter came down and trying to figure out what he, who he was chatting with. He, she heard us, 
mom wants to know who you're chatting exactly. with. Exactly. And so, and then, then I think mom, did mom come mom down? Mom came to, Pretty down. soon we had the family down there. And we were all comparing notes because they knew you, the U.S. really well. And he was asking questions yeah. and we were comparing notes. And Two days later or a day later, we get an email from him. Now, we didn't exchange emails. He sent us an email. Well, he happened to know, small little village, he happened to know Andy and Helen. And we told him where we were doing the pet sit, Andy and Helen's. So he contacted Helen, who turned out to be the town manager. <laughs> Um, and Helen gave him our email, and he sent us an email inviting us to dinner. It was so <laughs> at, much fun. At his with, home. With the kids, which the kids. was a highlight, because how many times do we get to actually spend time with a whole family? And so, and George was amazing. That George was, was 11 so at the time. I mean, he's now, like, just going into college. And his, the dad, Matthew, uh, is apparently quite a, quite a chef. Um and um, he was going to make this fabulous dinner. And George said, Dad, you got to make sure that you give serve them something that's English, that's typically English. I mean, <laughs> don't do the American thing. So guess what they made that was English? Uh, curry. Curry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we had this wonderful dinner outside on the lawn. Mm -hmm. Um their house was also a converted manor house, which was just beautiful. Um, and the two kids enjoyed asking us all kinds of questions about being Americans. It was wonderful. It, it was, was just a delight. And, and we still maintain relationships with Matthew and Sarah as well. Another lifelong friend. I mean, it's, it's interesting how they started accumulating. The yeah. other highlight of the town was we were taking um, uh, the pups to the tea house in town. Oh. And it was outdoor sitting, and this was before COVID, but you know, we love sitting outside, in the garden, and it was a proper cup of tea. You could sit maybe eight people at this tea room. In total. <laughs> and there were probably a few seats inside, but outside maybe eight or 10 people. And you could buy pastries there to, to go, etc. And this couple just sort of said, you know what, we've had it with the corporate life and they bought this tea room or converted the tea room or did something. And they were fabulous. Yeah. And the food and the pastries and we'd have breakfast there and the eggs that they, I mean, uh, I'm, yeah, it was I'm a, it was salivating. a regular visit as it yeah. turns out. You know, that happens a lot at Pet Sits. There are just places we like to go regularly and we start, and that's how we start making the local friends also. Yes. And so That's I, how we got invited to a, it was like a, a fiesta kind of thing. Or, at the church. At the church, exactly. Pims too. Pims too. <laughs> <laughs> but this time we were careful <laughs> with the Pims. It was at the church social and they had a rummage sale. And actually I bought a jigsaw puzzle while we were there. And they were serving Pims iced tea. Yeah. And we were, yeah, I was yeah. so incredibly careful. Have you ever had Pims? Have you ever had Pims? Oh, yeah. Just be careful. Just do just a tab. That was a really fun, we talked to so many of the locals. That was really wonderful. But I think one of my fondest memories of that sit, and it may not sound, it's not huge. It is no big celeb or anything. They, it was sitting outside. Uh, they had a little outdoor, like, 
picnic and comfy chair area overlooking the um, Dr. House's Manor. And we had gotten, we got a really wonderful rosé. And I, at the time, didn't drink that much rosé. And so, wonderful rosé, and we had some beautiful strawberries. And so, the strawberries and the rosé, we had our feet up on the, uh, the picnic table, overlooking the Dr. House's manor. The horses were on the side, and the pups were at our feet. And I... That little picture, I think we actually took a picture. That will stay in my memory yeah. for a long, long time. The sunset was beautiful. It was a, it was really, that was a delightful. We had a great set. It we, was a great set. We did. Yep. Now, we, um, we wrapped up England with a seven-week pet sit in Portishead. Portishead, which is right on, it's on um, the Savern Lake, Savern River. Uh, which is on, if you're facing a, a map looking at England, it is on the west side, kind of on the coast. And the Savin River runs between Portishead and some other little villages and Wales. And Wales. So we right. could see Wales off in the distance. Now, this was a long, this was the longest sit we had done. Yeah. And so I think we're, I was a little bit tentative, not quite sure how it was going to go. As it turns out, it was. It was lovely. The host asked us, said, please stay in our master bedroom. And the master bedroom had French doors overlooking the river, and you could see whales every morning. So, I mean, it was incredibly comfortable. Plus, For us. Plus, they had a pool table, and they had an outdoor um, whirlpool. And so it was, it was and they, they had two very fancy little white dogs. Um, I, can't, I wish I could remember. There, there were show, show dogs. Mimsy was one of them, and then Dottie, and Dottie was absolutely crazy about throwing the ball. Insane. Insane. And actually, the homeowner said, "Please don't do it for more than an hour." I'm going an hour? You got to be kidding me! And sure enough, I think Dottie could have done it the entire day, and then she would be sad when we stopped. It was not tired. Sad. Sad. Really sad. The, the irony on this one was next door, they had the same kind of dog. Same two dogs. It was just... Exactly. <laughs> and we became really good friends with the other two. With John, yeah. Who just moved from there to, they said, up north somewhere. And I haven't figured just out recently what, they've moved, what but was north is. John and Jane. And I remember she was doing outside yoga classes with Annie. Yep. And she asked if we'd like to join with the dogs. So we did. Dogs. We've got so, a great picture of me doing a some sort of yoga pose. position and the dogs licking your face. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was so much fun. We had dinner parties with them and It was great fun. We had a we had a wonderful time, but so they were terrific neighbors and really enhanced our visit. But the other thing that I think was wonderful was the location of yeah, this. Yeah, it yeah. was right on that beautiful path. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There, you could we could walk maybe a quarter of a mile and it would, would down to this path area and we could either go left or right um if you went left and then turned around at the end of it and came all the way back to you turned around it was probably a five mile walk that's from portishead to clevedon cleveland cleveden, cleveden. yeah, yeah. yeah what? good oh 
it's written right here. Wow. <laughs> I'd oh. like to take credit <laughs> for it. It was that walk along the, the river, plus I did some geocaching there, which was fun, plus for my birthday, because we were there over the 4th of July. I thought you were going to forget that. No. I, you said, what do you want to do? And I said, I want to go to Clevedon and have um, a breakfast at that cute little cafe right in the town square. Right. And what was it, about a two-mile walk, would you two say? Two or three miles, yeah. I think it's two miles round trip, okay. about four, yeah. And then, um, and so we decided to go. And we didn't look at the water, the weather forecast. No, of course not. <laughs> so we were having a delightful treat at this wonderful cafe, and what happened? It started to rain. Boy, did it rain. I mean, it, it rained and rained and rained. Now this path is is largely covered over with branches, um, so it's like walking through a tunnel in a way. But it's muddy. But it it got pretty wet. Well, these dogs that we're talking about are white. They're like cotton balls with four legs, <laughs> and they were they were not cotton balls. They were black oh by the time God. we get back. I I think we washed them like. Three times. It was amazing. Oh, they were. It was amazing. And we, the four of us, we must have. What a picture we must have been. Oh, (laughs) we were so such a fun day. It was so much fun. It will forever stay in my memory. It's a wonderful, wonderful experience. And the uh, yeah, it was great. The one other highlight that comes to mind, and this is without the dogs. We, I want to try skeet shooting. Do you remember that? I do. And we found a place. Walking distance. Right across the street. Yeah, with Alf, A-L-F, who was shorter than me. (laughs) 70-something years old. Uh, Very proud of the fact that he has about 12 or 13 weapons, guns, rifles. Um, I mean, he could shoot a speck of dust out of the sky. Oh, he was fabulous and a phenomenal teacher. He And he really got into safety and accuracy, and he would teach you little tricks. And we laughed. I mean, he was hysterical. We laughed from the beginning. No wonder I didn't shoot anything. I was laughing too hard. We've I didn't got, hit anything. We actually, I don't do video very often, and we did video of this. And uh, it's just, it was just a remarkable sit. And, you know, this is during a time in England, when we first arrived in England in uh, February of that year, it was the coldest winter we, they would, we were told on record. Uh, this was the year that they were expecting the east, the beast from the east. It never really materialized. But then we get into July when we were doing this set pets, pet sit in Portishead, and it was the hottest summer on hot. record for 30 years. Yeah. It was brutally it was hot. hot. And we had such a good time because we were outdoors the whole time. Yeah. Uh, the dogs loved being walked. Um, it was great fun. There was a lot of things to do. Yeah. They had great Indian restaurants in yeah. uh, in Portishead, and this is oh, the where butcher. this How is the where butcher? our favorite butcher shop was. <laughs> John was the butcher. He's no longer there. Yeah. We spent hours every Saturday. We'd go there, and we spent hours at this butcher shop. They were amazing. Yeah. The sausage lady Pat. Yeah. Bad. She, oh, yeah. she made all the, I mean, you know, pre- in order packed. to be a, a legitimate pork sausage in England, it has to be at least 30% pork. Now, that means it's 70% something else, which they can't explain. 
Well, these were 100% pork. Oh, my God. They were so good. They were so good. So tasty. Um, and they used to um, make fun of our accents. Yeah. Um, we'd walk into the store and immediately they would say, say this. It was show and tell. <laughs> We, you know, seriously, we spent probably a couple of hours every Saturday there. It was a fun family. We, we had so much fun. And it, so Portis had ended up being a great wrap-up for our, our British By sets. the way, we're still in communication with Carolyn and Muzz, the owners of the house. The homeowners, yes. Um, and they've, also. they've got some adventures going on, too. So um, it was a wonderful... England, uh, you know, what was amazing to me was how much I fell in love with that country. I kind of didn't expect it. I, I knew I'd love my way around London and the museums and all that, but I had no idea that so many times I'd be caught with this feeling that I'm living inside of a postcard. It's, um, it's the history. It was charming and we will definitely return. Absolutely, and there we have our final three sits for that year in England, we went back the next year, but uh, or a year after, and um, uh, that's a, our final three sits. Since our next uh, uh, stories uh, podcast will be our sits in Australia. Australia, uh, Australia, so, mate. So we uh, we hope to see you soon, and we hope to see you soon. on the road. <laughs>